Live from Gutter Cat Studios in the Metaverse, it's time for another episode of the Crazy About Crypto Show. And now here's your host, Crazy Carl. Hey, yo, what is going on? Thanks, everyone, for being in this space. And if you're listening to the podcast, hello from all around the world, and welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today's guest is a frequent on our panel during NFT Rewind each week, and I'm so excited to have her on tonight to get to know her even better. She has been featured in Forbes 40 Under 40, is owner and CEO of SocialLady.com, a digital and NFT marketing agency, and is an international speaker that frequently leads conversations in the NFT space. Her journey is an inspiration to anyone looking to find their own niche in this ecosystem. It's my extreme pleasure to have a true leader in the nft space join me on stage tonight tal navarro what's going on thanks for uh hopping on stage with us hey hey so so good to be here i'm very excited for this conversation today thanks for having me of course and let's go ahead and jump in and get started i always ask the same question on the show just to get started which is tell everyone if you could just a little bit about your journey uh leading up into the crypto and nft space sure so um well i have been a big big advocate for um the crypto world since 2016 when I started to invest in, in crypto coins and I was involved in two companies, I was actually sitting in, in, on their boards um, for, for almost a year and a half. And then the world had shifted, my life shifted, a lot of things happened, I had a baby, and a lot of things going on. And I just, you know, kind of let go of my wallet for, for a year, for two years, etc. And then the NFT, NFT started, the NFT uh, wave. And um and it was very exciting for me because for me, I saw the potential and I still see the potential of that amazing industry uh, for the future of, hum- of humanity on so many levels. And so I came back to my wallet and I discovered that those few coins that I purchased at the time, actually <laughs> something beautiful happened with them and how how amazing this world is. So my journey started many, many years ago, of course. Uh, I started to work when I was six years old. Um, and, and for me, being independent, financially independent, is something that leading me for many, many years because I believe in freedom. I believe in independency. I am a very independent person. I'm so happy to see my daughter growing up to be an independent little princess as well. Um, and I I always love to educate and bring from myself as much as I can to other women in the space and in the world in general. I've been working with women for so many years on so many levels and so many um, nonprofits, etc. that I've been working with uh, really many years. And and it's just exciting for me how many opportunities this NFT space and crypto in general and Web3 uh, bring into women in, 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 and, and to people in general. Okay, I'm, I'm talking about women as if it's the only women here, but it's for artists. It's for people who are, you know, dealing with a lot of daily um, obstacles and a lot of um, a lot of hard things that we cannot even, you know, imagine. And 
and NFT and Web3 can bring them a lot of uh, opportunities and good things in life. So that's why I decided I'm diving all in. I shifted my company, shifted my life. I've, you know, shifted from Clubhouse to Twitter spaces. And uh, and yeah, and here I am in the middle of this crazy, beautiful, exciting journey of my life. Like all of us here, I guess. You know, I want to just, uh, one, thank you for always being an advocate for women because it's something that I think is really important, especially I talk so much on the show about how we're constantly evolving in terms of humanity. And when you look at Web3 uh, and a lot of the legacy world problems that we deal with, a lot of things seem like they're so difficult to tackle in the legacy world um, because there's like hundreds of years of systemic oppression. But uh, this new world that we're building is getting like a fresh uh like a landscape like we're building the foundation of the next thousand years and so i'd love because i can tell how passionate you are about just like uh recreating an equal playing field how important and what that kind of means to you when it when it comes to web3 and you're not talking only about women right you're talking about in general yeah just in general yeah well, Web3, you know, it's Web3 have, are, is changing the planet, as you said. And, you know, we are watching changes on so many layers. We're watching them on the music industry. We're watching them on the v, TV industry for women, for artists, for creators, for collectors, for, um, you know, in so many levels in life. You can see the changes, even in nonprofits and collaborations and, and, and gathering money for people in need, et cetera, like we see with Ukraine, so many, um, you know, nonprofits that are, are working so hard and creating those funds for the people who are in need. And I think that uh, democratizing, you know, people's life and, and giving opportunities for people to actually make money where they are struggling with and where they are coming from places where maybe they're suppressed or they cannot be free. Uh, I can see it a lot, you know, as, as Israeli, I saw it a lot in, with people around me, um, women around me in, in, in different countries that have been suppressed, that are being forced to get married young or being forced to, you know, not to work, etc. And now you see them a lot online. You see them a lot in the Web3 where they've become really successful artists, um, and we see a lot of examples uh, of younger uh, generations from different places in the world. I've met this lady from Iran that she's an amazing artist and she had she had a long I'm not even gonna name drop, but she 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 has amazing art and she was for many, many years she was actually suppressed. she could she cannot leave the house. she's not she's forced to marry to a young guy um, to to some I'm sorry, she was forced to marry in a young age just to to a man and 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 she's an artist. But she couldn't make her own money and she was very, very, um, you know, very under control of someone else and, and was not independent. And we worked together and I, I saw her process, her development online, how she becomes an artist and she sells her art and she's able suddenly to make her own money when she couldn't do it for many, many years. And I think that this is those are the things that actually moving me, moving the needle in my heart, in my soul, especially that I'm a mother of a daughter um and of course for any any artist on you know on the planet <laughs> that have this opportunity to build his community and to build his profits from this beautiful nft journey i can also tell you you know that you can see how 
the music is, the music industry is changing so much. How much the the films, the video industry is changing. How much actors can actually bring themselves in a different way. Uh, musicians can drop their musics and 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 how Web two and everything that we build on Web two and a lot of people have built you know um, fans on SoundCloud on. Um, on Spotify, on Instagram, on on whatever, on Twitter, and and now you can actually convert those web to communities that you have built for so many years. You can make the money. Like the the missing component to monetize your communities was actually in the NFT. So when you are in the NFT space, you are actually able to take everything that you've built with the years. And you, you know, maybe struggle, maybe struggled to make money of your, your, your fame or your, you know, your. A lot of people have a lot of following, but they, you know, they didn't monetize it. But now there's an opportunity for everyone, for artists, for creators, for um, musicians, um, for anyone who who is who wants to do that and has a community. You are able to actually convert it if you you work wisely and you create, you know, a shifting and you educate your community. You are able to actually become you know make it a source of income for you and that's that's an amazing shift it it is it's incredible like there's so many things that you touched on that i want to unpack but one of the things that just really um like in this conversation is is getting pulled out that is something i'm really passionate about is the fact that uh you touched on the fact that this like borderless ecosystem when you when you look at um a world without the internet you're really uh you're almost imprisoned to your own like confinement of of the people you're around the beliefs around you it doesn't allow for like uh, a lot of self-exploring understanding other beliefs other cultures cultures. Uh, empathy is something that uh, a lot of people lacked because they just uh, there was more of ignorance. People didn't understand. There was different ways of thinking around the world. And I think that's something that's really, really powerful about this space. And it, it makes me think of uh, Fawocious, who, you know, when he was at his lowest low, uh, you know, at 17 years old, he turned to the NFT space and, and found people to uplift him and elevate him and feel like, no, this is isn't like this isn't right like you are important and uh to see you know what has built from that is so beautiful but the people that are building in the space and like you said they can come and connect if you're having a really tough time in life or you're going through uh depression like people turn to this space and you see the conversations that happen but then also the beauty that's created from it with the art or music and it's something that i think we don't talk enough enough about, but something that you've brought up that I think is really important about what Web3 offers is there's so many people that forget about how borderless is, but but also forget how important and how groundbreaking a borderless ecosystem uh, everywhere around the world. And you see already kids that are 15 or 16 or 17 years old, not being confined to their wall, like the walls and like the expectations of uh, a very small subset of people in their life you're able to really uh, see people grow in ways that we've never been able to in terms of humanity uh, in in the past. And I think that's such an important point that people forget to make about like the potential of Web3 is, is when you're able to connect with uh, people fluidly without kind of the, uh, without some of 
um, those like barriers. Uh, it, it really creates a whole beautiful ecosystem. And, and we've already started to see that with uh, how the space has evolved from uh, Clubhouse to Twitter and the people that are getting involved. I think that the most important part um, in the involvement, it's the audio apps. I don't, I don't know if, you know, when Web2 also enabled us to connect with each other from different places all over the world, right? I mean, suddenly Facebook, suddenly on MySpace, let me tell you a story. On MySpace, I met my ex-husband, okay? So I met a guy on MySpace and he lived in, in, in the Caribbean islands at the time. I lived in New York. We exchanged a few emails. There was no WhatsApp. <laughs> there was only email addresses. And we exchanged a few emails for a few days. We hopped on a quick call. I didn't even see the guy, maybe briefly in a picture or two. And I told him, listen, man, I don't know who you are. I don't know what island you live on, Anguilla, Anguala, whatever you call it, in the Caribbean islands. But I'm coming. And he said, we, okay, why not? You know, he was a French guy. He was older than me, 15 years. And I didn't even care about him. I just wanted to see the islands. I was this 24-year-old kid, and I, I wanted to explore the world. It was part of my journey. I was traveling the world for many, many years. And I jumped, like I took a plane, and I, I, I landed in Anguilla thanks to MySpace. So I met this guy, and long story short, we fell in love. I moved to the Caribbean island. I developed a company uh, with him, and um, and I lived in the Caribbean island for three years um, thanks to MySpace. So MySpace and, and all the, the, the Web2 platforms also enabled us to get closer together and get to know people from other places all over the world. But... I think that the really involvement that happens in the past year, at least, uh, starting with Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces, and I know that Facebook created also audio uh, spaces, and there was Green Room, there was always kind of, all, all kind of uh, you know um, evolutionary audio spaces. The audio space enables us to hear real people. So if someone uploads pictures on Facebook, on Instagram, on whatever. You can see a picture. It could be a filtered picture. It could be a, someone, maybe my assistant uploaded this picture. Who knows? But when I'm here on space, you can hear me. You don't hear anyone else. My assistant cannot be here. My team cannot be here. It's only me speaking with you. There's only You can hear my heart. You can hear my soul. You, can, you don't need pictures. You hear my thoughts. And I think that's the most, really, um, that's the most um, connecting thing that I could feel. I think since Clubhouse started, I got to know people so much closer than any other platform I had before. And then Twitter spaces came and, you know, the subjects and the conversations have shifted to NFTs and, and crypto and, and things that there were less on Clubhouse uh, at the beginning. Now there are a lot. Um, but the real evolution here, it's the audio apps, I think. Um, and I think that it is also depends on what conversations you're in and what kind of people you surround yourself with. So there are a lot of phases where you're not really, you know, you don't want to be there. <laughs> all kind of drama, all kind of, you know, things that people are, you know, there are a lot of different conversations about, I don't know, rug pulls and scams and things, things that some, some of them you don't want to be there at all. But when you are surrounding yourself with people that, you know, like-minded and people that, you know, lifting you on and, and, and you are lifting them and you're learning from them and, you know, you celebrate your freedom and you are actually part of a community and I see so many you know you see so many beautiful PFPs of people who are part of a community like you you have a beautiful community like crazy Carl collective 
it's a beautiful community and uh you know there's the i see here the world of women and i see here um well there are a lot of them you know in the audience here and and in general it is beautiful because people are feeling part of a conversation and they're feeling part of something bigger than them this is humanity people need to feel part of something that is bigger than them and i think that the web3 enables us to actually be part of a community and it could be you know any kind of a community it could be nft community it could be crypto community it could be a specific project community it could be women leading community it could be so many things but you have a communities here and that's what the the audio apps enable you and also the web3 in general enables you to to do to feel part of a community because it's all about communities at the end of the day everything related to nfts to crypto it's all about the community it's not about how much you sell a product or how much you who you are or it's about how you are part of a collective how you are growing others how you are you know initially really um lifting up other people and 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 they lift up you so that will be my thought yeah i i couldn't agree more i'm i'm really excited that we touched on that too because i think you're right i think that it is like uh especially for those of us that grew up you know when we were in our 20s and and dealing or like looking at some of the advancements in tech uh and for those of us that are like now in our 30s are doing it still and just kind of keeping up with it or 40s it's it's interesting because we're constantly kind of evolving but also it's it's so fascinating and I'm sure you think about it but I think about it with my young uh daughter is just like wow this is like going to be the norm this is going to be the world that they grow up in uh, with these apps, with like being able to explore and understand the world or now like in a few years, I'm sure playing games and earning money from it uh, very easily, not just like uh, this whole consumerism mindset where you're constantly like being made into profit margins, but like you're actually able to do things you love and enjoy uh, and actually get paid to do it. Um, and I think it's just like a really fascinating evolvement in the world of like how we're progressing um but like you said too is like we're constantly connecting with people and finding experiences that we've never been able to be a part of before and i think it's uh it's so it's so cool and and one thing that you touched on you I mean you you um have really helped a lot of people in the space and you've led a lot of like clubhouse rooms and so something i'm curious uh, about is when there's new people to the space, when you talk to someone that's just starting to get involved and they just like, they don't understand everything happening, what are some of the first things you talk to them about? What are some of the the tips about getting started in the space that you really encourage people? I heard you talk a lot about a community, so I'm, I'm uh, assuming that's part of it, but even uh, more specific, like how do you get involved in a community? What's that even mean? So, you know, I, I feel like we all have a mission here as people who are new to, I'm sorry, as people who are OGs kind of, you know, people who are not new to the space, people who are kind of deep in the NFT, you know, alpha group ch chat groups and, and constantly, you know, either flipping or buying or selling or grinding or just be spending time on spaces. I think it's our mission to educate others and as much as we can of course you know in in the time frame that we have in our capacity um but i do think that people with big communities and i'm speaking about communities because i have a lot of communities that i am uh, 
you know, managing and running and, and, and grew with the years. I am doing my best always to leverage them to educate others. And I feel like it is, it's kind of my mission uh, to educate as much as possible so other people will be able to learn about it. So, for example, I've got, um, you know, two websites with tons of resources and information in them. I've got, you know, communities on Instagram that I'm always sharing if, if it's reels on the subject or if it's stories and I highlight women in the space. Um, I'm actually having a gathering of uh, women gathering next week in a restaurant. We own a restaurant here in Beverly Hills and we're doing a big gathering for uh, women in the space just for fun. I don't no one, no sponsor, no nothing, just just a pure fun IRL hugs, uh, you know, and, and conversations and get to know the women behind the PFEs. And I'm just excited for that. And I feel that if someone just wants to start, you know, he definitely, the first thing to start, you know, with NFT Planet is go to Google, hit NFT, enter, and start to learn. That's the first step before anything. You know, you need to really try to dive in. It, it takes time. It takes, it's a whole new language. It's a whole new effort. Um, you need to dedicate the time for it. Um, and, and, you know, and you might get addicted as we all here probably are. Um, or you might get, you know, uh, is it, make it as part of your life. But you have to start somewhere. We all started somewhere, by the way. And we're all, there's no expert in this field. Every one of us is learning all the time. The market is changing. The, the, the communities are changing. The industry is changing. And, and we're all the time evolving. But there's always something to learn, always. And I think those years now are the years of the um, educating ourselves, educate, educating our surrounding and, you know, I'm always happy to support and answer questions and, you know, help, you know, and I'm sure everyone else would do the same. You know, one thing that you touched on that I think is probably the most important thing is like you're, you are a perfect example of someone, like you said, to stay curious, always be learning, even those of us that uh, maybe have been here longer are constantly learning. And I think that is one of the most important keys because uh, like, I want to give you a shout out. You're constantly like you are always in different spaces. Like that's how you and I were introduced to each other because you weren't shy to come up on stage during a panel that I was holding. Uh, and then, you know, I've gotten to know you from that, but that's how you find people in the space. And that's how you're con continually growing is finding people that you think are, uh, really knowledgeable and respect. I mean, you, you've been in, um, you know, Forbes under 40, but here you are, constantly reaching out you ask me anytime that i have spaces if if uh you will can join and i think that like people don't see that behind the scenes stuff but that's like where all of the magic happens like really taking time not being afraid to ask questions i think like nicole is an re another really good example of that of just like being a leader by being yourself and not being afraid um to do things that others may be uh cautious of doing because a lot of times in this space it's just a matter of kind of putting your your you know your front foot forward and taking action and uh asking people how you can help them and then like learning from them and then they want to help you and a lot of it's about giving and if you don't give in the space you, you never return a whole lot but if you're constantly trying to help others and build others and build your yourself like in a very humble way of just wanting to learn and grow then it it's seems to all come like more organically and naturally anyways. I think it's for, it goes for every section in life. When you are all about, you know, that's when the world is opening up 
it's it's all about and it's it's the fun part the fun part is really to be on the giving side you know as long as you can give why not that's the the best part and i've been you know since i started to create content online in 2006 I've always tried to bring value as much as I can. So it could be in articles, it could be on my Instagram, on my Facebook, on my whatever, or even on Clubhouse when I'm opening rooms twice a week. I, I, I sell nothing, zero. I'm just, you know, sharing. I'm just hosting a lot of artists that showcase their work with love. Um, I just, you know, we talk about tools for growth, for business, for sales, for uh, digital marketing, for NFTs, for community buildings, for whatever but it it's it's just fun it's just fun to do that and you need to understand that it is consistency so anything that you do in life it's all about consistency when you are consistent and i've been consistent for 16 years now building content online uh today i even have a team to help me because we have a lot of a lot of channels that we are uh, running simultaneously but um creating content and being there just being there be present and be real be authentic it is Really, I, I don't understand all the, you know, all the, I'm, I'm trying to avoid drama, period. Exclaminar, you say, exclaminar, uh, like period, a lot of periods. I am a drama-less person. I'm really not into that. I'm more, let, let me chill in a festival, dance, have fun, you know. I mean, I, I, I'm a very, very uh, easygoing person and I am I'm not into hard conversations of can't understand why would you do that because first of all when web 3 comes everything is transparent there's nothing you can hide and why why to get yourself you know in trouble of trying to be something you're not so the easiest way is just to be yourself just to be authentic just to be consistent and not be afraid period don't be afraid you have a question come on stage you want to share come on stage it doesn't matter who's on stage. I jumped on stages with a thousand people on them, and I jumped on stage with stages with twenty people on them. And I'm always trying to share and ask questions and get to know the people. It doesn't matter if they have three followers or if they have three thousand followers or whatever they are. It just just connect, and that's that's like the yeah. leading thing for me. And I think it's important um, because a lot of times people look at followers and but like some of the best and coolest people you'll meet probably have very few followers. And it may be just because they're not online as much. And um, some of the, the people that I um, are helping grow the Crazy Carl Collective the most have, you know, they don't have a ton of followers, but they're all growing because they're constantly working and helping, um, you know, grow in their own way in the community. But they're such amazing people. And I think that that is something that a lot of people look at followers or like these metrics. Um, but but the, at the end of the day, if it, it, it's really just uh, for people like that have uh, a lot of followers, they have more reach. Uh, and if anything, that should be used to continue to help others, you know, elevating other talent and helping uplift other people with your reach instead of just constantly being greedy. And I think we're going to see a lot of that, like you said, play out uh, in Web3 because, you know, the greed or like the drama, the toxicity, it, it really can catch up to you in the long run uh, when you're building because of the, you have to look like if you look short term, 
Some of the stuff that web worked in Web 2 is working right now in Web 3, but Web 3 is a very different world, and Web 3 is something that's evolving, and I don't think those are trends that will continue to uh, work in the long run, and you're already seeing it play out and manifest with some of the people that really relied on it, and people are starting to, you know, their growth has stalled or significantly over the last few months because they're they're able to be called out on, on their prior actions, and so yeah, actions speak so loudly in Web3 because it is much more transparent. Uh, one thing I'm curious about, because you are someone that's been constantly building, and you even t- talked about your team a little bit, but uh, be- as someone who has been in you know, Web 2 early on, kind of like Gary Vee, you're constantly building uh, content online. Um, when you've transferred over and transitioned to, you know, Web3, a lot of people uh, that maybe had a bigger following in Web2 uh, because they talked about, you know, lifestyle trends or th- other things followers don't kind of follow because they don't understand NFTs and we're so early. What have, have what, um, how do you handle that? And what have been some of the trends you've noticed about like uh, your followers or people that you've, uh, you know, followed you for a while? Have you been able to see recruitment? Are you able to kind of convert or help them or or is it one of those things where you just have to go with your heart and and kind of go all in on this even if your followers uh, of the last five or six years don't kind of follow along with you wonderful question wonderful question and uh, with big following you know of the industry that i was in and that's okay that's great that's okay it's legit i am a person first of all i am a person who's been changing constantly Okay, so I mean, I'm I am the same person <laughs> since I'm 18. I'm the same same tal, but sometimes I'm shifting, you know, my subject. So I started as a kite surfer in the Caribbean island, where I built my kite surfing equipment dealership company, and I had followers from all over the world that were uh, at the beginning of it uh, that were actually following my uh, YouTube videos and Twitter. Uh, the beginning of it, if you, you scroll down, you're probably going to see tweets about kitesurfing many, many, many years ago. And I've and then I've shifted, you know, and then I've shifted to to I established the first college in Israel for social media in 2011, and I was running it for two years before I sold it, and it was a big change because a lot of those kitesurfers didn't understand how come I became a, a digital marketer. And when I sold the school, I became a speaker and, and, you know, also about digital marketing, also about growth and, and business and entrepreneurship. And when I started to, when I uh, established uh, Social Lady, my agency on 2016, uh, suddenly I had a team and my conversations also shifted. You know, we, we started with one person and then two and today we are 17 people in, in my company. And, and, you know, and it's all the time shifting. And then a year ago, almost a year ago, I started with NFTs and crypto and Web3. And people were like, okay, what's going on? You know, uh, but, but that's okay. Because when people are, that, that's why I'm always saying, people need to understand that people are following people. People are, want to know what Tal is doing. Now, I'm bringing a lot of value in a specific niche, which is digital marketing was for many years. And now it's, it's shifted to NFTs and Web3, but it's all about, you know, um, the community that is around me. So a lot of those people are super interested now in NFTs. A lot of my people, a lot of the people who are in my community that known me for years. And literally I have people who know and knew my ex-husband who knew me when I was a kid in the Caribbean and they 
been following me really for so long. They saw all the shiftings and everything. And they're still there. They're supporting. They're interested because they're interested in the journey that I'm going through. Now, a lot of people are there because of the subjects I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, growth and and, and being independent and building your own business and building your online presence and how to build cell funnels and how to shift from uh, web two to web three and all those conversations that I I have newsletters going out and I have content on my blogs and websites and Instagram and Facebook and Facebook groups and WhatsApp groups and I have many communities on many places. But with the time when I shifted, I knew that it's going to be not a simple thing and it's not a simple thing for a lot of people who are moving from web two to web three. And, and that's okay. I knew it's not going to be simple, you know, because suddenly I shift my conversation again to NFTs, to a different language. So what I did, I started to actually educate my audience. I created a lot of um, resources, a lot of uh, web um, blog posts, uh, articles, carousels, and answering questions of people about NFTs and about Web3. And you know what? Whoever is, uh, whoever is, part of my community and he wants to it doesn't he's not interested anymore in nft or in web3 he's welcome i'm always saying he's welcome to leave and that's okay i am me i am always going to be me i am always going to talk about what i am passionate about and the audience is going to surround me it is going to be one that enjoy my value that i bring out and i'm not influenced by the audience itself i am influenced only by what I feel that is right to talk about. And I'm not going to force myself ever to do something that I'm less connected to. So, but my luck is that really um, my shifting is very natural because I came from the digital marketing aspect and, you know, community building that I've done for so long that it, it fits 100% like a glove to a hand, you know, into the NFT world, into the the web three space and you know being a women advocate which i've been for so many years is just something that i've been naturally shifted into just due to the nft and web three and it's such an amazing niche because i feel so um so honored to be one of the first ones who actually you know here like like all of you, you know, we are the first ones to be here and i know that in in, in a few more years my conversations are going to be touching more and more people and and I'll gonna, I'm going to have a new audience as well and new you know new followers and new people who are actually interested in web3 and nft so just to conclude just to summarize is that you know I am just being me period whoever likes it welcome to stay whoever doesn't welcome to leave the door is open and for for coming and going and um, we're just happy to be, you know, to bring the value that I know to talk about, that I enjoy talking about. And uh, and yeah, whoever is going to stick around is welcome. And a lot of people are just sticking around. They're learning, they're evolving, they're, they're, they're supporting, and they're part of my journey for a long time now. I love that. And I think you, you, it's so important. And I've, I've talked to some other um, people that have been influencers or have been kind of in the Web 2 era and 
they had uh, big followings and then they kind of transferred and they didn't see a lot of the same followers transfer over even if they had 40 to 50,000 followers. Uh, they saw, you know, engagement going down uh, when talking about NFTs, but it's what they're passionate about. And I think there's something to be said about that because if you're constantly trying to be someone you're not or trying to fit into a box just to be successful, it really impacts, you know, the way that you think about work and also the passion you have for life. And so, like you said, like finding those niches where you're really excited, where you're passionate, it, a lot of times, like we talked about uh, before the show, like it really didn't matter, even though uh, there's big news happening right now in the NFT world, like it really doesn't matter about that stuff because we're really excited just to chat uh, with each other. And so finding uh, those moments where you're able to really connect with people uh, in a deeper way and be able to find communities that you really enjoy is a whole part of this movement. It's not always about a flip. It's not always about money. Uh, the real beauty of like blockchain and Web3 are uh, the relationships that you build. And I think it's really important that you kind of looped um, back in uh, again into that because I think it's inevitable that, you know, because of your uh, your lack of fear to like evolve who you are, it allows you to stay on the cusp and find new people that are going to value you for uh, for taking those risks. And I think it, it, it at the end of the day, really helps educate people um, to, to do things that they love, because that's exactly the like actions speak louder than words, and you're using your actions to show that. So thank you for doing that, because it's not always easy, especially when you're making, you're literally, uh, your career is built on social media and uh, kind of uh, using some of these things, people don't realize like that is a risk. It's a threat to your business, but you do it because you're passionate about it. And I think that the people that are doing it are at the end of the day going to be leaders in the space for so many new people um, because they're not afraid. And I think that it just shows a lot about you. We're going to move. Th go ahead. Go ahead, Tao. Thank you. No, I just wanted to add to what you said, you know, that I don't really care if we have three people in a room or a space or 300 those three people are going to get the value that 300 people are getting and for me every human being it's a whole world so if i can influence one person and educate even one person or two person or three people in the space or 300 it doesn't matter it's, it's the same and that's why i that's why i feel that it's easy for me to be consistent because i'm not looking for the numbers um, I'm not, you know, the, and, and I'm not looking for the, the, you know, recognition or something. I'm just enjoying what I, I really enjoy what I do. I'm really feel like I'm able to give. And even if it's to one or two people, that's fine. You know, and, and the rest, how you, how the song says the rest will follow, you know, so it's all good. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the rest will definitely follow. We're so early in the space and so grateful that you're a leader in this space. I'm going to ask one more question, then we're going to move on to Community Corner. So if you have a question, please don't um, be shy. We've talked a lot about just putting your best foot forward on this show even tonight. So please hit that request button and we'll um, go to some questions from the audience after this. So I'd love to hear some community members. A question short term and in, into the next few months to the next year. What are some of the trends, especially because I know you look at trends, what are some of the things you're most excited about uh, when it comes to the space and and what you're seeing uh what are some of the things that you're like looking forward to the most well i'll tell you what i do think that the nft in its 
uh, current form and shape is not going to be the same in six months, in one year, two years. I don't know exactly how much, but it's not going to be the same. And the people here are not going to be the same. The leaders here are going to change. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you, a lot of leaders are going to be still leading in, in a year from now, but I'll, there's a lot of FUD that is going to go away. There are a lot of people who are um, sh- learning about other people. We're, we're learning all the time, and I do believe that the NFT space is going to have kind of a crash, kind of a uh, everything will, will go to zero at some point. There will be like a, the dark times of the NFT. There will be like an explosion, and I think it's going to be in like a couple of months or two a year, or maybe top two years. I'm exaggerating two years, I think, before, but I can't wait for the stage that's going to come after. And I feel that the the stage that the you know the phase, not the stage, but the phase that is going to come right after, is going to be a much more exciting one. There's going to be only the blue chips or the real the real. Um, the real strong collectioners are going to to last. Um, a lot of things are going to change, and the NFT industry itself is going to rise up even four times, you know, than what it is now, in a different shape, in a different form, in a different way that you can mint. There are going to be different marketplaces. Uh, there's going to be uh, easier way of transaction, easier for you know transaction of money instead of from Coinbase to MetaMask, from MetaMask to marketplace. To, in the marketplace, you need to also have you have the gas fee, you have this, so many things that complicating you know things. I think everything will be much more simple. We're going to laugh one day that we have actually did our shopping on 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 OpenSea at the beginning, and there were like kind of those. Um, there was Manamas that you can only have Ethereum in, and, and or, or you know, it, it was. It's 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 going to be different because everything's going to be easier. Everything you know, a grandmother could could now could will be able to do shopping for NFTs, and and everything will be simpler and more organized and and more to the point. And I think that we're just we're really just at the beginning of everything, and that's the exciting part that we're learning. As we're growing, and I was there coding before there was WordPress or Wix. There was no none of those. I just built websites from coding that I learned from online course. You know, I've learned graphic design and coding and and InDesign and Express. There were Dreamweaver. There were so many platforms, very very old ones that I used to know. And now this is a great. Uh, benefit for me because I saw everything from the beginning of the social media platforms and of this world before anything was here. So today I'm able to see the shifting and then the changes and to know how it was at the beginning. It's a, a big difference than just such a. I mean, it's such good reference too because it's uh, if you look back at the dot com bubble uh, and Amazon coming from that or the ICO bubble in 2017-18 where it's just all these new coins coming to market. Uh, but then, you know, those have kind of died, but there are like the big ones are still around. I mean, that's when Binance was born just a few years ago during that phase. And I think I agree when when talking about this, it's like 
like the cream of the crop will rise to the top and then everything else will kind of fade away and it'll just leave a stronger market and then there will be a new wave of a cycle of again but it is it's it's the cycle that plays out time and time again in markets it's just a matter of seeing that trend and and uh always something i've really been drawn to as i've become more of a seasoned investor uh in regards to investments is always uh investing in in quality uh versus just like trying to cast a wide net and hoping something hits but really having conviction talk a lot about that on this show but it's so important in this space because uh, a lot of stuff like you said won't be around um in a few years and so finding those things that you never wavers um because that's a lot of times the things that'll make it uh and so i really appreciate that outlook all right let's go ahead and move on to some questions we've got some people uh requesting to come up i'm so excited to have some guests on stage uh and we're going to move over to community corner let me go ahead and start pulling some people up here So many friends up on stage. I was waiting. Um, I need to get a new podcasting system because of my systems always uh, having issues right when I'm trying to do my transitions. It's really frustrating to me. Uh, so I'm, I was trying to buy time to see if I could do uh, my segue. But I think we, we'll have to wait for a second and maybe have Bennett warm us up before we move on to the segue. What's up, Bennett? Oh, hold on. Hold on a second. Get your catnip and questions ready. It's time for you to take the stage for another segment of Community Corner. Tech is evolving, but not in my house. Tech is going backwards because I'm having so many more issues right now than I used to. Uh, Bennett, welcome to the stage. Thanks for coming up. Hey, thanks, Carl. Pal, I love your energy. I think I started following you uh, actually last night before I even knew you was going to be on uh, this, but I-, I appreciate your energy. I love your uh, that you're an advocate for women. And I heard throughout all this, you kept talking about consistency, consistency, consistency. How do you uh, attribute? And also, I'm a, also a dad, a girl dad and a, and a boy dad. So I appreciate that too. But how do you stay consistent through all of this? It seems like you've had a great uh, track record and just what's maybe some of your tips of being so consistent. Yeah, sure. First of all, kudos to you for being a father. I'm always a, uh parents advocate as well <laughs> for fathers as well um i i have a two and a half years old and i'm also pregnant in two months i'm having a minting another baby <laughs> another boy um it's going to be a rare piece one-on-one not for sale sorry guys and um you know consistency i guess it's coming from passion when you are really passionate about something then you go all the way in. And I've been doing this for many years and I always thought to myself, oh my God, I'm going to have a baby now? Where is it going to fit my schedule? But the beautiful thing in parenthood is that if you are so passionate about something, then that you're not changing all your life for the kid, but the kid is joining your journey. And I have been you know, able to have my kid join my journey. So she's alongside with me. She's the first She's my boss. She's leading my journey, but she is definitely enjoying the, you know, me being, uh, you know, independent and, and consistent on what I do because when there's happy mother, happy kids, happy, happy family. And, and I'm always passionate about, um, 
what I do. And time management is, is very important. And also, by the way, delegation. I have a team that helps me navigate things. So I don't say get, you know, a team, but you can get one person to help you either, you know, with your social media presence or with creating content or whatever you need. So you can make the time for your uh, kids and for yourself, which is not less important. Um, and and at the end of the day, it's all about time management and passionate. The more you're passionate about what you do, the more you enjoy it, the more you're going to find the time for it. So that will be my two cents about that. I love that too, because I couldn't agree more. If you work, if work doesn't feel as much like work, like you don't get drained out as easily and, and with passion and curiosity, like it makes the day go by fast. I love that. Uh, Bennett, amazing question as always. Next up, we've got Queen Peach up on stage, another project builder. How are you doing? Thanks for being uh, back up on stage with us. Hi, everyone. Crazy Carl, you know I love your show, so I don't even need to say anything else. And Tal, um, it's a pleasure meeting you, and it seems like you're such an inspiration, and you've been so long in this business, so uh, someone that I can definitely look up to. I do have a question, like, as a woman um, in general, in, in social media, being in, you know, having an, a large online presence, and especially in Web3, how do you deal with criticism, specifically in spaces? And I want to elaborate on that a little bit. I feel like a lot of times when I'm in spaces, um, there's a lot of men upstage and they're, you know, they can, you know, they're passionate as well, just as we are as women. And when there's a specific topic that is being discussed and you as, 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 as someone just joins and wants to give some input to a given conversation, um, there were times when I heard when people were like looked down upon or were kind of, um, said like, well, your, whatever your opinion is, is, is just not you know, not our vision or whatnot. Like, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you pivot that, especially as a public figure? That's a great question. And, you know, it happens on spaces. It happens on many places, not only on spaces. Um, you know, growing up as a person who um, is very confident and as a person who is very in the front, I've always been confronting with, you know, people who are less supporting or less, you know, jealousy and more, more of a jealousy and st- things like that. But for me, it's all a white noise. So the the most important thing at the end of the day is just to believe in yourself, to understand that you are unique, you know who you are, and it doesn't matter if someone has a different opinion on you, it's his problem, not yours. And when I'm going on space, uh, first of all, I will go on spaces where I know I have something to say and contribute. Um, sometimes I'm staying speechless because I'm, wow, this is uh, fascinating. But most of the times I always have something to say and I wouldn't go in space if I wouldn't have. But, you know, it's, it's, and when I'm saying something, I believe in myself. I know what I'm saying because I know I have the knowledge and I'll, I came up to speak because I know that I'm, I know what I say. And if someone else have a different opinion, that's okay. First of all, to have a conversation. I'm ha- always happy to hear other opinions. Everyone has his own opinion on things. But criticism, it's something that we have everywhere. And the more you have um, recognition, the more you have people who are looking up to you or you, the more you have followers or exposure, the, the more you're going to have criticism. The more people will look for, look for <laughs> what to tell you and how to take you down. And jealousy is the motherhood of 
of the worst things in the planet. And uh, people will think why she is and I am not. Why would so many people follow her and not me? And uh, they will compare themselves to others. And you have to really understand that. It's not about you. It's about them. And when you understand that, nothing can hurt you. So, you know, I've been, since I've been on under the uh, radar, like I was, uh, since I've been a, a huge exposure to a lot of people for so many years, you know, I've been dealing with a lot uh, since a very young age, uh, younger age, not that young, but I've learned how to develop kind of skills of, you know, just ignorance of those kind of people. It's it's because I remember to myself that I know exactly who I am. And sometimes I remind myself by conversations in conversations with myself, telling myself, listen, he said that. So what? Who cares? That's his his feelings. And it's a mirror for himself when people say something bad about you or something negative and there's no base for it. <laughs> Most of the time, like there's never base for it. You know, they're, they're just saying to say something because they don't like you for your existence. And that's okay. I can only feel pity for those kind of people. I can only feel sorry. Always believe in yourself. Know who you are. Just, you know, be uh, truthful for yourself. And, uh, you know, just, and be smart. Don't try to jump into conversations that belong to you. You're not, you don't have to show yourself everywhere. Uh, I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking in general. Just, um, you know, d try to always, you know, bring, bring the best of, of yourself out and just be yourself. I mean, I'm not trying to be anyone else. I'm not trying to uh, answer questions that I don't know about or be part of conversations that I'm not ex expert in. But when I'm speaking, I know what I'm talking about. And I know that I can bring value to someone else. And if someone thinks otherwise, that's his problem and not mine. And and that's how I have been, you know, dealing with it. There are a lot of, also a lot of drama places, spaces in, in, in the space and in, in Clubhouse or here. I'm just avoiding going on them, you know, as much as I can, unless it's really close friends from, to me. But I'm really trying to avoid drama. It's just not, not my thing. Um, and that just helps a lot. Just avoid being on spaces where there's people are talking about people or things like that. There's no need, you know, be focused on your journey, be focused on your path, walk on your own path, make sure you follow your own steps and, and always care with you. Everyone for me, my team are people that I'm taking under my wings. We all fly up to the sky because I'm very focused and very driven on my purposes on my mission and you know on on just enjoying the journey there's no need in bad energies around me i just don't bring them close to me and i just keep on walking on my path until i reach my goal i love I that. that answers the question a really good answer queen peach really good question too thanks for that i think you're 100 percent right like once you're able to just be confident in who you are and your knowledge it's uh allows uh, for you to, to take, you know, take control. And it's a, it is a beautiful thing. And you can hear that confidence because you're always, you know, you're controlling the situation you put yourself in because those are the, uh, uncomfortable situations always helps you probably grow as well. But it's, it's just such an important thing to remember that if someone, uh, is, is rude or has negative words, it's on them and their ignorance, uh, or their judgment and has nothing to do with you or your character. So I just really love that. I wanted to pull that out again. Huckman, we, we've got you up on stage. I know you're a huge fan of Myth Division. How are you doing? Welcome up. 
Hello, hello. Hey, I'm doing all right. Um, just want to say, you know, amazing space, and I don't know what to say. Is I feel like this is uh, um, stars aligning. I feel like this space is really kind of speaking to me, especially what Queen Peach's last uh, question was and what Tal had said about it, you know, just being more comfortable with yourself. I don't know. I, like, I'm not sure if this is more of like a question call. You can stop me at any, more, any moment. But what's happened is I traveled to um, Pakistan, or Pakistan, my own country. I was born in the U.S. Um, here with my wife. Uh, that's the reason I came. And we've run into those issues a lot. My wife has run into those issues where she is kind of being put aside, you know, her, her wants and needs in a sense. You know, just being a normal person and just asking for a ride or just little things like that. She's just kind of getting annoyed. Um that's put a lot of damper on it. But the biggest thing that happened is that um, even people around you kind of just take advantage of you. At one point, it felt like um, I had to literally yell at a person because I felt like my life and my wife's life was in danger because this guy was not following the Google Maps and was taking us to an area that I felt was dangerous looking at the Google Maps. Um, but then in the end, the guy you know, and his wife, I mean, it was my wife's friend's husband, was looking at me saying that I'm lucky that I'm his guest, but I felt I was in danger, red flags all around. Um, I think what I mean, is, like one point they hit on is about influencing and the friend, and I'm, I think it was in Afghanistan, and helping her and getting her NFT off the ground. I think influencing is all about teaching others and slowly this kind of mindset maybe will be able to kind of move itself kind of out of existence will be the greatest way to put it. Um, I think the question that I have is how can everyone be an influencer in that regard and help people um, that are kind of stuck in that situation where they feel like they're being oppressed? Thanks. Thank you for sharing uh, your journey and your, um, and your thoughts. Um, first of all, everyone can be influencer. You can influence one person, which is a whole world, and you can influence a bunch of people, you know. And at the end of the day, it's all a matter of choice. If you, it depends, if you're taking your um, obstacles in life, if you're taking your hardest moments and you translate them to, to, uh, to something that you can, uh, give others from the lessons that you've learned and, and and understanding that those kind of obstacles that you're going through, they have a purpose. And now that you are going through this, you are able to actually look at others because you already gone through those. You are actually able to help others who are in the same situation as you are. And, you know, I have been through a lot of things. I've been divorced twice. I'm married for the third time. I had very hard divorce. I've been traveling all over the world and bumped into a lot of, a lot of things that I've been going through. I've lost a business. I've lost my mother in my hands. Uh, she got sick, and I, I nurtured her for six months until she passed away. I was her mother, and I lost her, and I lost my husband, and he passed away as as well. Um, and you know, I've been you know I've been losing and gaining for so many years. I, I saw death. I was in the army, the lieutenant, and I wasn't during the war. And I, I grew up in, 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 you know, in a place where not everything was easy. And I've been through a lot. And I think that I'm what I'm doing in my life 
I'm always trying to take the lessons that have been learned because I've fell so many times, you know, on my on my face. But each time I, I got up and I cleaned the dust from my knees and I kept on going. And I took all the lessons, I took all the hard moments and I've shaped them into my story, into my life's book, you know. And this book has so many chapters in it, so many lessons, so many moments, so many tears, so many sweat and blood and so many wonderful cherishable um you know amazing moments that i've been through as well and i'm taking all of that and i'm trying to bring it to other people now sometimes it's just to one person like here you know we are on stage here where there's 28 people okay i'm not influencing hundreds of people here i don't care if i could bring you you yourself an answer to your question and bring you this tiny little value today I made you made my day. Thanks to you, you made my day. So just try to every day to do something small for someone else. You'll see how amazing you're going to feel at the end of the day. Influencing, it's not about how many people you influence. It's about who you influence and what exactly is that you're doing. So you can do it in so many ways. You can help, you know, a, a homeless in the street. You can help you can jump on stage and answer a question. You can go to your kid, to your child, to your kid, to your wife, give her a good word. You can have a conversation with someone online. There, there's so many ways to influence someone else, and it doesn't matter if you have millions of followers or just two followers, or it doesn't matter who you are, where you are. You can always influence, and that's the beauty of of life. You know, just take all the pain that you have and transfer transfer it into educating or into giving away from the value that you've learned from it to others, if that makes sense. I love that answer. I think it's an amazing question that you pose. Also, just want to give you a shout out for your vulnerability, but also Tal for uh, also, sh- you know, making sure to spotlight that those experiences are what make you a better influence for people around you in your life. Uh, because the experiences that we hold that we have to fight through adversity often shape us the most. And I couldn't agree more that a lot of those, those are the types of things that make humanity better. Better are us learning, you know, in the hardest situations about ourselves, and so I just love that you brought that up because, Cara, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to jump into what you say just a second. I just want to really say that, for example, I want to give one example that, for example, I am, you, you know, since everything that we, we've built with the years here in where I live, we we own a restaurant here in LA, for example, and I'm hosting this women event um, like next week. And I'm able to do that because I have decided that I want to give from my time to others. And and I've invited, you know, a lot of women to a gathering together when my husband is going to cook for, for them, etc. But and we can even, it's in a link on, on, my, on my Twitter, we can link it up. But I wanted to add to that, that I am able to do that, not because I'm gaining anything from it, just because it's fun for me to really bring out the value that I've learned with years to others and to leverage my communities into moments for other people to be happy, to hug each other, to eat good food, to, you know, have a really in real life uh, hugs and, and energies and spread the word. We're also going to host, um, we're also going to showcase uh, women's work on a, on a screen that we're going to, during that event and it's 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 not even an event it's just a gathering we do i do and it's not that i'm going to 
be able to influence in my own way, you know? And so you can always think about the little things that you can do for others in your cap in your capacity, in your capabilities. And everyone has a capability, especially when we're in 2022, when it's internet time, everyone can be online and get his voice out and get his knowledge and educating other educating others through the social media platforms. There's so many ways today to influence as much as you want because mm. because of this year. Yeah, it's so true. It's um, I mean, this hour has flown by uh, because there's just so much uh, to learn, and I really appreciate you coming on. We're gonna we are running uh, low on time. I have a few more people that wanted to speak, so I'm sorry if I wasn't able to get to you. We are gonna do one more question uh, with uh, small business owner Maddie. Be kind. How are you? Thanks for coming up on stage. Uh, thank you so much uh, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm a long time crazy about crypto show listener, but first time caller. So. Um, super pumped to be up on stage. Thanks for having me. And I'll try to be quick and uh, run short on time. But uh, I share Huckmad's um, sentiments about this spaces being uh, like the stars aligning for this. I was just working on my computer and decided to take a little break and hopped on Twitter and saw that the spaces was live and uh, jumped on. I'm so excited that I did. Um, so yeah, I, in, in real life and in kind of web too, I, I own a small small business i like to call myself a solo entrepreneur because uh right now i'm kind of doing all the things and and wearing all the hats um but i love it and and i believe in the you know purpose of the brand and believe in myself to kind of make it make it happen and so the goal you know long term is, is to build like a small team around the brand that's uh, just as passionate about it as i am so i guess my my question for you Tal since you know you have owned businesses before and um, been successful with them I'm just curious like if you had any advice for someone whether myself or, or somebody else who's who's trying to kind of do the same thing like how what's some advice for someone who's looking to kind of turn their passion and dream you know in, into a successful business where they can you know have a, a life and, and work every day just doing what they love with like purpose and passion it's a great question, and uh, it's, it's, it, it is very important to do what you love and be passionate about. And I know that for a lot of people, it's a process. It's not happening in a day. It's not, not every passion is, you know, monetizable, and, and it is something that people might be struggling with. And I'm always saying this. First of all, if you have uh, an income right now, something that brings you the income, make sure that you're, you know, that you are First of all, make sure that you're doing smart moves so you don't just leave your, you know, your job and, and start up with your dream. I would definitely start to, with a research, I would definitely start with putting down on a paper your goals, your purposes, your passions. What do you want to do? What is, how exactly is that going to benefit yourself, others as well? And I always encourage to do what you're passionate about and, and make sure that you're passionate about something that is also giving value to others. Because that's really the way to live life. And that's my opinion, of course. And then write down to yourself your goals and also break down, break them down. So let's say you are saying to yourself, okay, by the end of the year, I want to reach XYZ. I want to build a, 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 a company that gives away whatever. So what do you need to do for that? I would break down the in stages 
going back backwards, what do you need to do for that? What do you need to do quarterly? What do you need to do weekly? And what do you need to do to get even started tomorrow? So let's say, you know, you're breaking it down to um, processes where it says, where, where, you, where you tell yourself, okay, I need to build a website. I need to, um, you know, strategize my content. I need to um, get, get, get together an email list or whatever, you know. And, and then you have to break that down to a daily task. And every day that you are finishing a task, you have to mark down as finished because accomplishments are very important for the long journey. So I would definitely start with understanding what you're passionate about. What are the things that drives you to wake up in the morning with fire in your ass? Okay, what are, what are the things that you're going to actually enjoy doing for the long run? Not because they're making money or not because, you know, you have to do them. But what are your dreams really are? Write them down to yourself and try to break down what you need in order to accomplish them. Is that a website? Is that a, a stock? Is that a, a, a product, specific product? And start to break those down on how do you achieve them? How do you get them? Where do you get them from? So write yourself kind of a map. Of course, it's a process. Again, it's not happening in a day. Take yourself the time to build your dream and try to map out the 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 uh, you know the the time frame and and the process that you need to go through in order to reach that and then start to execute so don't wait for the perfect moment and that's important for everyone don't wait for the perfect moment it's never going to come okay you have to start now i mean you have to start uh you have to start period to take action because if you're not taking action nothing will happen you know we all have dreams and I have a lot of dreams in my drawer that I never took action on. And some of them, I would say, oh, I wish I did, but it's okay if not. Everything happens for a reason. But really try to make sure that you are trying to organize yourself before you take an action, but don't wait too long. Take an action, start to implement those breakdowns and build yourself your foundation for your dream while you are having income somewhere else. It's important. Don't you know, leave work and, and, and start everything from zero because you have to first understand what you want to do and, and don't wait for too long as well. And, and at some point when you feel that you're ready, yes, make the shift, make the shift, make the change uh, and just, you know, jump into your dream and start to build your foundations and go by the plan that you have built for the long run and you'll see that things will just going to shift and open doors and everything will be as planned. I love I love that answer and also such a good question Maddie because I think um I think that's something that I've thought a lot about and, and something that people when they when they hop on stage or when they first start getting involved in something they look uh, and they forget all of the years and years that went into building prior um, and I think anyone getting started needs to realize a lot of times there's such a hustle with like trying to uh, build anything in life and it's like always about those small stair steps that lead to where you are to where you're able to kind of take uh, those opportunities and, and not have to rely on your income anymore. But it's a lot of times something that builds slowly over time because you can't just jump into something if you can't, if, if you know, if it's going to create strain because then the passion that you have is lost um, because it, it becomes something that is uh, kind of a strain on you. And I think that's something that I'm really excited. I was, I, I when I got into crypto, I was super passionate. I want to do this full time. But it wasn't until four years later that I finally I was able to do it 
it full time because of small moves I made and a hustling that I did for four years leading up to today. And so I think that's like an important story in anyone's life and their journey that a lot of times we see the forward facing version of where they're at, uh, but we forget all the years and years that it took to build to that point. And so really good question to kind of remind people of like it is, it's constant growth, it's constant growth airframe so that you'll be able to take each step moving forward to your goals in the long run. And I think it's um, Tao, Tao put that very nicely just in, in terms of kind of that continuous growth. All right, Tao, let's go ahead and start wrapping up. But before we did, I wanted to have you have an opportunity uh, to kind of share anything that you've got going on or how people can connect with you. And then we'll start to wrap it up. Yeah, I think we actually covered everything. I, I'm just very uh, honored and had so much fun being here with you, Carl. And, and it's just always so much fun to share spaces with you, my friend. And with everyone here, great questions as well. And um, and yeah, how to connect with me wherever you want. I got Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, email. <laughs> and that's <laughs> all on that your you Twitter <laughs> uh, bio has a lot of those links as well, doesn't it? Exactly. exactly. Awesome. So definitely go continue to follow Tao. Such a, it reminds me of our conversation early on with Nicole, just like someone that constantly is wanting growth and another really strong female leader in the space. So thank you so much for all you do. I want to give a huge shout out of gratitude to Tao for coming on the show to chat about her journey so far in the Web3 space. The Crazy About Crypto show does not accept paid advertisements or paid requests to come on the show. The quality of guests and educational content provided is essential. I also want to shout out the Crazy Carl Collective. Crazy Carl's not my real name. I'm just one voice in the Crazy Carl Collective. We're an entity in the Web3 space working to build and grow together. Many of the guests on the show are Crazy Carl's as well as many people in the audience. Tao, I'll make sure to DM you too. I want to get you in the collective. If you're not in the collective, I encourage you to follow and watch us and then join us. Thank you so much for joining us today and continuing to learn about the innovation that Web3 unlocks for us all. This has been another production of Guttercat Studios. All conversations with Crazy Carl are for educational purposes only. You should never take financial advice from a cat or anybody really, especially financial advisors. Take control of your own financial future and do your own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse.